Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is Journeys with Jen. I'm Jennifer Griego. Today we have a little bit of a different podcast. Um, my dad is not here with us today, so no amusing movie lines, kind of sadly. But um, we do have some very fun people. We heard my mom today. Um, my yes. Thanks for having me on, Jen. Of course. Um, my grandma, Marilyn Brestahan, and Tori Levitt. So the whole connection here today is Tori started her own like doggy nanny business, which we will get into a little bit later, but that's kind of brief. It is called Doolittle's Dog House. And my grandma, actually, technically Tori is her boss, so mm-hmm. maybe she'll have to be on her best behavior today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so my grandma is employed by Tori, and she is a doggy nanny. So what's up, guys? How's it going? It's going great. Thank you. And let me clarify something. As I explained to all of the pet nannies that work for Doolittle's Doghouse in the interest of pampered pet care in a cage-free environment, the only boss that we reply to are the dogs Mm -hmm. in our homes. Mm -hmm. They're the boss. So as long as Marilyn and crew keep the dogs happy, I'm happy, and they keep coming. Yes. Yep, that's a good motto. For sure. Our mm-hmm. dog, well, Bennett has not been there yet, but Gunner um, was kind of a part. Who did he go to? He went to Jackie, Jackie. one of one of uh, Tori's nannies. Yes, and yeah. he, and obviously, um, I'll, I guess I'll talk about this now. So we took Bennett to one of the shelters, and mm-hmm. he came back a totally different dog, but not in a good way. He, no, Gunner, we had. That's what I, did I say Bandit? Bandit, yeah. Go ahead. Our oh, first, first Gunner. Yeah. Did I say Bandit? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't remember. So we took Bandit over there. No, Gunner. Gunner. Sorry. We took Gunner over there. And he came back a different dog. He, like, almost wasn't potty trained anymore. He was going in the house. And we're like, and he was very changed. And then we took him to Jackie, and he was the same dog. And he had fun. He loved it over there because there's, like you said, cage-free. There's a bunch of dogs. They have a bunch of fun. It's like a giant play date for a couple of days. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He knew where he was going. Yes. You know, and, and may I interject because I can remember this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when uh, my daughter Carol took. Um, my mom's Carol, by the way. Case. Yes. I didn't say yes. that. Her name is Carol. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay. Over, I mean, Carol and the family went to a high end dog yeah. training place or, or dog, doggy mm-hmm. that take care of dogs. And I remember so well. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't. As I recall, he wasn't there that long. No, it was like two days. And then yep. th- the behavior was a nightmare when yes. he came back. Yes, so unexpected and so, not happy. Yeah. So you know, all. Yeah, we needed a new, uh, new, yeah, option there. And I remember our neighbor, which is how we got connected with Tori, was like, I said, I and we don't go out of town very often, but when we did, That's I was like, true. I mean, without the dog. And I thought, oh, my God, I need a place. And then mm-hmm. my, I said to my neighbor, I said, oh, my gosh, Tara, I need to yeah, – I know your friend Tori has this. I said, I need to have Gunner somewhere that's going to be, you know, good and safe and blah, blah, blah. And in no time flat, call Tori. Tori sets me up with a nanny that handles bigger dogs because Gunner was a 75-pound wire-haired pointing Griffon. And we never looked back after that. And then we went there every year. Jackie was uh, just a godsend. And – Ban- Iron Gunner was just in his little heaven every year. We went mm-hmm. to the same weekend. It was a Thanksgiving weekend. Jackie was always available. And he got used to the same old dogs. But anyway, it was a great, a great option, and we have used it ever since. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <clears throat> and Bennett will have a bunch of fun when he goes over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I forgot to mention this earlier. Tori has a – she wrote a book um, called The World According to Dog, Amusing Life Lessons Taught to Us by Dogs. Um, so I'll – um, ask you a couple questions about that in a little bit, but um, 
kind of before we get into the whole doggy nanny thing, what did you do before you um, well went into that? Well, I was a successful loan officer in the Valley here for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And financing the American dream for local homeowners was an absolute joy until the real estate crash mm-hmm. of 08, which gave all of us cause to pause. Yeah. So kind of trying to reinvent myself and figure out what am I going to do next? This concept of cage-free boarding just presented all by itself somewhat mm-hmm. serendipitously, and that was over 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Um, like, how did you come up with the idea to start Doolittle's Doghouse? Because like we said, there are a bunch of other shelters and... Not other, shelters, but... Or not shelters, but... Pet um, resorts. Pet resorts. Yeah, pet resorts. Um, that people take their dogs to. And I know a lot of um, my friend, like from school, they take their dogs to nice resorts. And so how did you kind of come up with this idea as like an alternative to that? So a friend had asked me to watch her dogs for her while she was traveling. And I had two of my own. So I had four little scampers running around in my home. And I thought, gee, this is fun. I should charge for this. Mm -hmm. And before I knew it, by a word of mouth only, just in a few short months, dogs just kept coming to my door. And it kept growing all on its own. So it wasn't anything that I sat down and contemplated in advance. Mm -hmm. It just unfolded on its own. That's so cool. So do you do um, kind of... I know you have nannies working for you. Do you do you do it as well, or do you just kind of run it from? The oh, top? I definitely keep my doors open. Uh-huh. Yes, that's how I get my dog fixed, is through other people's pets, mm-hmm. and uh, it it because it continued to grow all by itself. Uh, recognizing that there are a lot of pet parents out there mm-hmm. that want, like Carol and and you discovered mm-hmm. when Gunner was still on Earth that. The pet resort was not the best option for him. Mm-hmm. So in looking at other options, giving a dog owner the opportunity to invite their dog to move in with a family, to be treated like family while mm-hmm. they're away, um, clearly has allowed us to continue to provide an elevated pampered pet care experience for all of the clients that we have and and continue to work with. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. So, like you said, it just kind of evolved. When did you decide to kind of make it a business instead of kind of like a hobby that you had? So one really kooky Christmas when it was just little old me, and before I knew it, literally, you guys, 10 dogs per day on any given day. Oh, Cage-free, pole vaulting all over (gasps) each other. (laughs) I'm in an upstairs office still trying to finance the American dream, however broken at the time it was. And um, so one kooky Christmas, I ran out of room in my bed. I had Mm -hmm. six dogs in my bed, more on the floor. And I was was so sleep deprived Mm -hmm. that I recognized there's there's a need for this. There's also a need for me to find other Mm -hmm. dog lovers who will do this with me. So I went out and started hiring some really fabulous people. One of them is here today. Her yes. name is Marilyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yes, mom yes. is one of the really fun nannies out oh, there. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. Well, yes. she just kind of talked about you a little bit, so I guess we'll go straight to you. Okay. Um, so how, I know obviously you heard of kind of Tori's thing through us, but how mm-hmm. did you, well, first of all, I would say that Graham did, did not start doing this until a couple of years ago um, after her dog Lily passed away. Mm-hmm. Yes, we loved her. She was a great dog. I grew up with her. Um, but 
grandma didn't want another dog to like kind of manage but she wanted to be a doggy nanny so that's kind of how you so how did you kind of evolved into yeah well uh, uh, I lost Lily at 15 and for one reason or other I didn't just didn't decide uh, I knew I would get a dog some but didn't want one and then Mm -hmm. uh, my daughter Carol mentioned um, uh, uh, her her friend Tori that did Mm -hmm. this so I'm like yes I'd be interested so Tori came to mm-hmm. my house and interviewed me and she hired me on the spot also <laughs> my grandma is one of the most sociable people she's <laughs> always talking to people oh, not yes. like in a well kind of in a stocky way but in a good way <laughs> um even sometimes like she'll be driving us home and there's someone walking their dog on the side of the road and she'll pull over and be like okay like what kind of dog is this what's their name like how old are they like it's yes. so and it's, we, we kind of make fun of you but in a loving way like yeah, we're always like oh <laughs> yeah it's opened up you know at my age you know um a new avenue for me really mm-hmm. also grandma's killing it like 84 84 grams 84 yeah, years young yeah, yeah that's yeah. right yeah and like i say you know and it's so true so so very true i meet the nicest people dog owners are just one in a just classy people mm-hmm. and then the dogs to 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 boot those are Mm -hmm. and the nicest thing i I really um and and i've had many repeaters and that's a nice compliment Mm -hmm. it really is and when they and i i will get the comment from the dog owner i mean they're not they pull up to my house and the the dog can't wait to get out of the car to come here yeah isn't that nice that's what what gunner did he jumped out didn't he jump out of your car yes 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 Yes. he did yes he did yeah, because I would help out Car- Carol yep, pick now him and up. then to yep. pick up uh, um, Gunner from Jackie every now and then when it was necessary. Yep. But that sure made me feel good. But another nice thing that I like, so um, and and to have dogs uh, the same dogs many times that that's another nice nice compliment. Mm-hmm. But again, so when the dog owner is ready to pick up the dog, and the dog you no, know, I because I tell because because we talk. You know, talk, talk. <laughs> and um, and they they will they know. I'm telling you, the, the dog will know. Yeah, yeah, and they're happy to see their owner. That makes me feel good mm-hmm, too, yeah. to see you know. Yeah. So there, the, I don't know the dogs I've had um, never been an issue. They're 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 well mannered, and uh, I have a nice setup for them. They love my patio to sun sometimes out there. I never, ever, ever wouldn't think of leaving them alone out there, ever. And uh, lots of times, which is another huge plus, huge plus, I get to walk. And yep. we stay right in the complex, so that's safe. And that's so a couple times a day. If, if, it's, if, it's, if they want me to do that, I will mm-hmm. certainly do that. Just mm-hmm. recently, I had Rocco, who was 12 years old, and large Rhodesian Ridgeback, mm-hmm. and... Um, I don't, uh, normally it's the smaller dogs, but I really do like those big dogs. But <laughs> anyway, uh, they didn't want, uh, unless it was very early in the morning, which yeah. I do, which yeah. I do, but it wasn't necessary for yeah. me to run. So the dog owners, uh, again, they, they're they very precise on what yeah. they want, mm-hmm. and we write it, and we have it all written down. I have files on every one of them, and lots of times there's medication to give, and that's never been an issue either. It's been, quote, unquote, piece of cake Uh and and when I get paid well well, how about that (laughs) you know so that's that's like I say sometimes I feel I should pay them (laughs) that's so sweet but it's filled 
a big void for me and, yeah. and keep me busy. That so I enjoy it very much. Yeah. yeah. Well, so Marilyn is bringing up a good point, and that is, one, it is a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking care of dogs, they're so easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have their own love language and yeah. body language that they use to express what it is they need, and it's easy to, it's easy to respond. And it's keeping all of us younger mm-hmm. because of the exercise and the joy, the sense of entertainment and purpose that we get recognizing mm-hmm. that we're taking care of the furry kids in the family. Absolutely. And it's a big responsibility, one mm-hmm. we take seriously, mm-hmm. but one that we find quite joyful. Yeah. yeah. And I'll have to say I'm one of six ch- children. So Marilyn has six kids and, and a bunch of grandkids and it's such a welcoming environment growing up in that kind of family environment that my mom and dad would even take on, uh, you know, our cousins would come and live with us. And it was always just an open door policy. And everyone that came in the door was always welcomed. And so mm-hmm. she brings that same uh, demeanor to her dogs and the yeah. dogs totally feel it. And the comfort uh, and confidence of a leader in you as a dog nanny is clearly comforting for the dogs. And it just makes it a so no-brainer for you as being really good at what you do, yeah. you know? And being able to have Tori assess that in you and assessing different nannies' abilities. Mm. And you have to have that quality. Mm. Uh, and the ability to take care of a dog that's probably the most prized possession of Indeed. your dog owners. And Indeed. so, and and people are confident mm. when they bring their dogs to Tori's dog and nanny, so that's yes. cool. That's yes. very nice. Um, Thank you for saying that. Yeah, well, Graham kind of mentioned she's like the smaller dogs, and I kind of, correct me if I'm wrong, remember, like, she kind of signed up um, to be a nanny of the smaller dogs, and obviously when Gunner went, he was with a lot of larger dogs. So when you hire the nannies, do they kind of, like, choose what type of dogs they want to nanny, and do they have a limit of, like, how many they will nanny at once? I know Jackie had a bunch whenever we dropped Gunner off over there. Jackie is definitely the exception because she has vast training experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Her specialty is with German Shepherds, which is her favorite breed. And given her training, then she can successfully manage multiple dogs, as many as 10 to 12 per day in her home. Yes. But we try not to pack them in like that, Mm -hmm. um, creating more of an intimate experience for the dog and the nanny. Mm -hmm. So on any given day, it's maybe two to five total. But each nanny has the opportunity to establish their their wants and needs, their parameters, and mm-hmm. what their comfort level is. So where Marilyn told me up front, I'm really good with small dogs because Lily, her her beloved pet, was a Bichon. Mm-hmm. So she's used to small dogs, but then there's always um, some big dogs that are the exception rather mm-hmm. than the rule. So she mentioned Rocco is a Rhodesian Ridgeback. As big as they come. As big as they come, yet mm-hmm. he's so mellow that... I knew Marilyn wouldn't have an issue with Rocco and mm-hmm. vice versa. Mm-hmm. So there are always exceptions. It really depends on, on the dog mm-hmm. sometimes. And I kind of just thought of this question now, so it's not on your list of questions that I gave you. But um, when – I know you had to interview my grandma, but do you have to, like, meet – do you meet the dogs before so you can kind of, like, assign them to a nanny and stuff like that? That is a great question because I don't have the privilege of meeting every dog in advance. Mm-hmm. So I try to get as much information from the pet parent up front – in order to assess the appro- an appropriate host for mm-hmm. that specific breed and the specific needs of that dog. And then we recommend an advanced meet and greet yeah. between the pet parent, their pet, their dog, 
and the nanny. So we always schedule a, like a 30 to 45 minute yappy hour together. Mm-hmm. That gives my nanny the opportunity then to assess whether or not they're going to have fun together okay. for the time that the dog is scheduled to, to live with her mm-hmm. or uh, them. Yeah, if I could interject for a second. The mm-hmm. meet and greet is very important. Yeah. I so, bet. and that's Tori's, uh, she handles things so beautifully in that, and that's number one. So they meet us and we mm-hmm. meet them and go from there. So yeah. that's so very important. Yeah, that yeah. solidifies that relationship, the, the establishment anyway. Absolutely. Saying this is a fit, you know. Yeah. It helps the dog as well to mm-hmm. get an advanced sniff. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. there's a little less separation anxiety upon arrival when they mm-hmm. move in. They've already had a chance to meet us and and get the sight, sounds, and smells down of the home and um, tuck in a little bit sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, how many nannies do you like currently have working for you kind of right now? Interesting. I know. Um, I know maybe 40. Oh, are, wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're valley wide, and we also have nannies that are able to move into the pet parents' oh. home. So I have traveling nannies, Mary Puppins, if you will, where they pack their bags and move into the owner's home to care for all household pets, minor household chores, keep the home safe and tidy while they're there. So we've got a, a separate team of, oh. yeah. Well, that's cool. Of those nannies and mannies. Mm-hmm. We have mannies. We have mannies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> feel feel uh, everybody's needs. Tori, Tori's a gem. Hi, she knows what she's you. doing. Thank and Tori, you, what Marilyn kind of question or what kind of insurance do you have as a business to provide mm-hmm. for the pet owners and their comfort level of leaving their dog with Right. Them? We carry liability insurance and bonding insurance as mm-hmm. well. So all pets are covered mm-hmm. while in our care or our car, mm-hmm. or if we're in the owner's home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good to know. That's comforting. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you kind of have to go through to start your business? Because I think it's really interesting to hear, especially for someone who's like, since your business isn't out of one specific area, it's kind of like you have people working for you, but it's not like in a building. Um, so kind of what did you have to go through to start your business? Well, there really wasn't a plan A. There wasn't a plan B. Like mm-hmm. I said, just Dogs just kept coming to my door, and I decided, okay, I people seem to like what I'm putting down here, mm-hmm. and the dogs are having a great time, so let's get out there and let's hire more dog lovers to work as nannies. And then I think I had the advantage of my past as a mortgage loan officer, mm-hmm. analyzing financial documents and getting loan applicants qualified for the mortgage. And I just transferred that detail analysis Mm -hmm. to providing what it was that I thought pet parents wanted in the way of a qualified option, Mm -hmm. an alternative to the pet resort concept. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just anal repulsive when it comes to details. (laughs) It it happened. Mm -hmm. I followed followed the forms, followed the path that that God had set out there. And... um, yeah, just kind of tried to stay present, listen to what people were asking for, and and throw a little business analysis mm-hmm. and marketing into the fray, and here we are. Yeah, and that brings up a you know the issue of any small business, the you know success rate over one year is is low, but over five or ten years, and you're going on your tenth year here, right. and you know less than half make it. So, what would you say mm. lends you to the success of your business? What attributes would you give that? Would you say? I think there, there's an advantage in that 
something like $55 million are spent per year in the pet care industry. And of course, yeah. that includes food, vet mm-hmm. care, et cetera, so on. But clearly, people will always spend money on their kids and their dogs mm-hmm. or cats, kids and their animals. Mm-hmm. So there's the advantage there. There's the advantage that statistically speaking, I think 65% of households have an animal. Mm-hmm. So it's a big audience to draw mm-hmm. from and in providing intimate service and, and, and drilling down to what kind of dog do you have and how old is your dog and what are your dog's expectations? What are the protocols in your home? So asking those salient questions so that I can pattern that mm-hmm. in one of our homes also helps. So it's catering to the individual needs of the dog specifically and the pet parent at the end of the leash. Mm -hmm. So being really, really present and available Mm -hmm. for the client. So it's an intimate experience for the dog, but also for the owner, because I'm not going to ask you to just navigate the website and, and good luck and, Mm -hmm. you know, try to find us if you can. I mean, if you pick up the phone to call us, you're going to get me. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get my nanny. And that nanny is going to let you know every day through daily mm-hmm. texts and pictures how your dog is doing. Mm-hmm. So we're on top of it. We're staying on top mm-hmm. of it for mm-hmm. for the dog and the pet parent. Yes, for sure. Benefit. And yeah. people love their dogs so much. And they will do so many things for their dogs. Um, kind of, I want to talk about the owners in a, like in a second. But how um, do you kind of find your nannies? Do they come to you or do you kind of... Um, cause I know my grandma like heard of you. So do they kind of hear of you and then come to you or have you sometimes like come upon people that you hire? Well, initially when I decided to expand, I ran an ad in mm-hmm. the Arizona Republic and I was wow. clobbered with calls, clobbered, uh, which paid for the ad, uh, mm-hmm. and then some, and then after screening on the phone, I chose candidates that I wanted to interview. Mm-hmm. So I interview every nanny in their home, walk their property to make sure that front and backyard is secure. I want to see how they live and I want to get to know them before I hire them. Mm -hmm. So after developing a core group of nannies, and I'm so blessed because they're still on the team. They're all wonderful. Then it kind of spread from there with regard to letting me, my nannies would let me know, Hey, Mm -hmm. I've got somebody that I'm in that I think would enjoy doing this. We were chatting over golf or, you know, at Mm -hmm. church and here's somebody. So then I started getting referrals from my nannies with regard to people that they knew. So it's, it's kind of grown from there in its own network. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to interject again. Another nice thing. Tori was on TV Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, (laughs) yes, yes. And so she presents herself beautifully, beautifully. So there's another way of, uh, being exposed and people, you know, you have to call her because you yep. just did one great job. You yeah. really, really did. Really did. Thank you. That's I'm so great. impressed. More than one time, I think. Weren't you? Oh, there were. Weren't you interviewed more than once? On the, uh, a couple of times. Yes, I thought so. And yeah. this would be my third interview today yeah. with Jennifer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go, Lenny. Most important. It definitely counts. <laughs> and it's crazy how you mentioned about how busy, you know, the industry of of pets is Mm -hmm. right now i mean now that the competition is so much greater how do you find now that you're a fully established business do you find that um you just opened up at the right time and is it hard to maintain the level of success you have now that's a good question carol i think that initially having a website 
um, was one of the critical first steps because we all are spending so much more time on the internet mm-hmm. and with our mobile devices to search for products and services. So it helps to stay active in that social media space vis-a-vis website and, um, oh my gosh, all the channels that are available out there. But I think more, more importantly, it's just maintaining a commitment to our core values, mm-hmm. which is really to make happy tales happen mm-hmm. and give every dog the opportunity, again, to be treated like family by a family, yep. which mm-hmm. is an advantage in and of itself over the brick and mortar facilities that while staffed and certainly providing um, a niche in the marketplace and um, they can't necessarily maintain the same level of inti- intimacy and chronic care that we do mm-hmm. because staff goes home yeah. at the end of the day. And that's mm-hmm. when the dogs go into right. a quiet, dark room. Mm-hmm. And while many dogs can handle that, most can't. Mm-hmm. Because that's at true. that point now really they're being true. separated from their yes. canine friends. They're being separated from humans, etc. And uh, it might be a while before somebody rolls around the next morning and even lets them out for for their potty break. So um, it helps that we're able to provide a little more intimacy. That's we have sure. that advantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I think that's really important with dogs, especially because when they're at home, people are there 24-7 and they hang out with everyone. And usually during the day when sometimes they're home alone. So I think it's important, especially at night and to have that like human connection. Absolutely. All, all day. Um, so kind of about the owners, um, how I know a lot of, probably a lot of it's like hearsay, but, um, when they do end up kind of going to you, um, how do they kind of like, what is the process from kind of hearing about you to, um, having their dog with one of your nannies? So if the client has stumbled on our website because they were doing a Google search Mm -hmm. or they were referred by a pet partner, a veterinarian, a groomer, a dog trainer, Mm -hmm. shelter groups that we have relationships with, Um, they'll pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. And like I said, they get me. Mm -hmm. And we talk about their dog, everything we need to know about their dog. Then the uh, recommendation is made by me based on availability, location, Mm -hmm. what's convenient for the pet parent. I try to get within 30 minutes, their door's two hours. And, um, just kind of give them the spiel Mm -hmm. and then they pony up and have their meet and greet with my nanny and 95% of our consultations result in a reservation. So what is, yeah, it's unusual, isn't it? That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And then my nannies do such a good job that I'd say 95% of our clients become repeats, always Mm -hmm. asking for the same nanny. Mm -hmm. And as Marilyn shared with you, uh, the most validating element is that the dogs are racing to our door. They can't wait to get mm-hmm. inside yeah. after they've stayed yeah. with us and gotten to know us. Yeah. As a doggy nanny, uh, um, it's important that uh, that I and other doggy nannies, I'm sure, would do that. You know, every day I would send um, mm-hmm. uh, comments and photos. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the dogs aren't as cooperative <laughs> with the photos, so it could be a little challenging. They're camera shy. Yes, sometimes. And it's in a way sort of surprises me. The owner of the dog, they're, they're thrilled. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're so happy to see. And it's a nice thing, I think, to do mm-hmm. more than one time a day, a yeah. couple times a day, just so they know, yep. you know, because it's very important. As yeah. we all keep yeah. saying the same thing, but yeah. it, but it, it is true. Yeah. So that's that's another uh, 
uh, aspect to be sure, I think, you know, mm-hmm. to, to keep the ca- that communication. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and people like to know how their dogs are and where they are, what they're doing. Oh, yes, yes, Well, and yes. when they come to pick up the dog, getting back to the comment about body language and, mm-hmm. and the dog's emotion and, and reaction when their pet parents come to pick up, the dogs are telling you, hey, I had a good time. Gunner was telling you, I didn't dig this place you sent me to over yes. two days. I mean, when you picked yes. him up, you knew something was wrong, that yes. he was a little off. So when our clients come to pick up, the dogs are really happy, they're chill, and in many instances, yes, they're happy to see their owners, but then after the reunion, the first few minutes, they're turning around, trotting back to us like, okay, what are we going to do now? Yeah, yeah, mom's here, but what are we going to do? Yeah. And it's almost like they, they even turn and come back to us as a way of saying, thanks, I had a great time, I'll yep. see you again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? I've, I've experienced that. Yeah. It's good. Yes. Makes you feel good, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you want to um, Just going back to the, the whole concept of ending one career and starting a new one. <laughs> Obviously, you know, you've had your career for most of your adult life. And tell me the process of going through that decision. To Obviously, the crash in 2008 was uh, obviously definitive for you to decide, I have to do something. You have to do something different. Okay. But give us some three pieces of wisdom that you can mm. share with others about ending one career and starting a new one? Well, it was definitely a a bold decision. I was working, continuing to work as a loan officer from home with 10 dogs pole vaulting all over the place. And then I have these wonderful nannies that are signing up to do this with me. And and we start to, to grow and gain new clients. And it's so validating to have them call again, they Mm -hmm. become repeats, and all the wonderful things that people were saying that was certainly encouraging me to continue. And it reached a point where I realized I can't do both jobs effectively. Mm -hmm. And um, let's take a leap of faith here, and let's just follow our passion, and let's do something that's really more fun. Mm -hmm. And that's hanging out with dogs and making dogs happy and their owners. And I think what was important, too, was just recognizing that... um, if you follow your passion mm-hmm. and you enjoy what you're doing, then it doesn't feel like work. Mm-hmm. And I'm old enough now to realize that life is short and every day is a gift and I want to enjoy mm-hmm. every day that I can. And I'd much rather spend my time doing something that is purposeful than carving it out and hating going to work just for a paycheck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So follow your passion, follow your dreams. There's no dream too big. Mm-hmm. And just be present and listen to what people are asking for mm-hmm. and do your best to deliver it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, yeah, a, that's that great advice good. for every, yeah. every part of your life. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Even, even, um, not regarding work, just regarding life in general. It was good advice. Um, so kind of, um, well, we're kind of like towards the end of my questions that I have, but, um, so I talked a little bit about your book. So I want to talk more about that. Um, kind of how you came up with the idea to write the world according to dog and just kind of everything that kind of went into this. Well, God just put it on my heart mm-hmm. to start musing over the last 10 years and, um, journal some of the really funny stories, um, and everything that I had learned from the dogs along mm-hmm. the way. And it was a weekend project. For nine months. And yep. 
then it got delivered on Amazon. It was just nice. one of those things oh, wow. that once again just evolved on its own. Um, but I really wanted to shed light on the supernal nature of dogs, shed light in the um, ownership circle for dog owners, how to deepen the human-animal mm-hmm. bond, maybe give them some ideas that they hadn't thought about before, things that I have learned, again, from the dogs and along the way. Um, so, yeah, I I don't know that there's going to be any sequel. It was really <laughs> fun. Yeah. <laughs> for what it was when it was, but I think it's I think it's an, a, an enjoyable read. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it is. I hope it is. I certainly I read it from cover to cover, enjoyed every minute. It's a guide. I mean, I mean, I and I will look through that. There's so many, so many the different chapters and the different tips that you can. We'll just enjoy reading again and and make use of. No, it, I think it's a superb, superb mm. book. Good. Thank you. Good, good, good. I, I have not gotten the chance to read it yet, but I definitely will because I love dogs, and obviously the dogs on the front are really cute. I think great. So <laughs> I'm excited too. All dogs are cute. Every oh, dog that is, is cute. True. But these, these ones are really cute. Well, because I'm looking at them. Um, but yeah, so I definitely will definitely check that out. Um, have you read it, Mom? No, I haven't, but I want. In fact, I mm-hmm. I had one copy here that. Got disappeared somewhere, so I have to get yeah. another one, Tori. Oh, I'll <laughs> so buy it on Amazon, we'll right? Make tell it a us, point. Yes. Yeah, tell us where, how to get it. Yeah. Yes. So The World According to Dog, Amusing Life Lessons Taught to Us by Dogs, is on Amazon. Perfect. Oh, on awesome. Amazon. Easy to find. Paperback and Kindle. Oh, yeah. awesome. good. I mean, everyone loves Amazon. It's so easy. Yeah. Um, so kind of we were talking about this a little bit earlier before the podcast, um, and I definitely kind of want to hear both of your perspectives from this. So obviously dog, doggy nannying, um, like you said, is very intimate because you spend all the time with the dogs, but also you spend time with the owners a little bit, but you spend most of your time with the dogs, being close with the dogs. Um, so what have you learned um, kind of through this? Obviously, Grandma, you've been doing this for a little bit, but what, um, and then Tori, what have you learned from this whole experience? I have learned to live like a dog, mm-hmm. love unconditionally, mm-hmm. find joy in each day. Yeah. Take naps. Yes. Take mm-hmm. naps. Preach. Yep. Stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stop. That's my motto. <laughs> exactly. Stop what you're doing and, and just enjoy uh, nature. When you're out on a walk, just stop and smell the roses because mm-hmm. a dog is going to stop and stop and sniff Mm -hmm. everything if you're doing it right and letting them have uh, the most fun they can on a walk and just sometimes to sit still and know when to console Mm -hmm. know when to bark and um, yeah know how to love learn to love what have you learned, Graham? Well, um, it's interesting, too, when you'll be walking a dog. And sometimes um, I want to walk a little further, and the dog will say, or <laughs> by yeah. now, listen to right. me, I'm right. saying yeah. say. Yeah. But by the, their... Uh, uh, um, like mannerisms, body yeah, language from the, the dog. Their right? body language, exactly. No, I want to go. No, I want to go home now. No, I don't want to go on that grass. Yeah, and, and, I, and I have this conversation with them, <laughs> like, "What do you mean you don't want to go on grass? The dogs like grass." No, I guess you don't. Okay, so I just follow what they. You know, I can I, just imagine they, you they like run the show. The, yeah. the dogs run the show. So yes. it's it's interesting. It's mm-hmm. really it's like I keep saying the same thing, but it but it is. But yeah. that's that's kind of cute the way. Uh, no, 
They, they love to go out, but when they want to come home or they want to turn that yeah. corner, that's what they want to do. So well, the dogs are blessed to have the environment that they live in with yeah. their mm-hmm. newfound second homes in the way of the manis. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. So um, do you, um, either of you have anything that you want to add or any, obviously, Tori, you gave a lot of advice. Um, any last minute advice? Anything you guys want to add? Mm. Well, I think we've covered pretty much everything I can think of this time um i'm enjoying it i was a little to be honest i was a little nervous about this but i'm thoroughly enjoying it yeah it's like a conversation like yes, I said, you yes. know, it's just recorded yes but no and, yeah and i appreciate it and i thank you i really yeah, do of course yeah. Yeah. well i think it's a wonderful thing to learn from tori's experience that it's never too late to learn something new there you go and Even uh, an old dog can be taught new tricks. Yeah, and that my would mom, be me. And, and Tori, <laughs> that would be me. Tori went from one business to another, and then my mom mm-hmm. went from you know raising six kids and a hugely normal, enormously busy life, and getting into her senior years, and now she's got a new purpose in her life. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the the happiness and joy that comes out of my mom knowing that she's done. Uh, her job as a doggy nanny, but it's something coming from her heart. So it's super great. And I just hope I live my life to a point where it's never too, too late to start something that you really, truly enjoy right. and, mm-hmm. and go out there and look and look for it and, mm-hmm. and make it happen. It's not easy and you'll have ups and downs throughout the journey, but it's also well worth the effort. Uh, mm-hmm. Lessons learned. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very All good. Right. Well, thank you guys for coming on here thank and talking you. to me. It was very interesting to hear all the, all the like the stories about dog nanning and how it be, how you became kind of the founder of that um do little dog house um and obviously i love how you talk it's like you have like the dog puns in there and it's so cute <laughs> it is it's adorable i, I love know. it our life has gone to the dogs hasn't it <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> totally exactly <laughs> yeah but i like as you're talking like it was very cute i definitely loved hearing those little things in there um Thank but you. yeah so i definitely give your book a read you guys should go check it out um and i will link her website below and things like that so you can uh, get a hold of her if you need a doggy nanny. And obviously, we are in kind of Scottsdale, Arizona area, in case um, none of you didn't know. And in case you guys didn't know kind of where we were. Um, so if you live in that area. Or and beyond. Because uh, Tori places dogs in Phoenix. Well, yeah. Greater Phoenix so area. So we're in like, well, Arizona is basically what, what I'm saying. So if you're in like Arizona, Phoenix, Scottsdale area, and you need a doggy nanny, um, give Tori a call. I will put her website um, in the description. So, uh, anyway, yeah, guys, thank you for coming on here. It was very fun talking to you mm-hmm. and thank you for taking us on the, the dog journey. It was very interesting because you know, life is short and so am I, and I'm trying to make the most out of every day. And I hope Love that it. you guys do too. <laughs> I hope you all have a great journey and you make it an epic one. Thank you guys. Thank you. Oh, you're so thank welcome. You. You're so welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for awesome. having us on. Yeah. Awesome.